Hello, I'm Helen Perry and this is Just Bloody Bite Size, chunks of goodness from the archives of the Just Bloody Post-It podcast. It's been such a joy to revisit these episodes. Don't forget the great content you've already created along the way. What old stuff could you reshare to delight new people? This time we're hearing from the authentic business coach, George Cow. George rejects all the online marketing rules. He says no to sales funnels, no to lead magnets. He wants small audiences and does not make promises about delivering crazy six-figure results for his clients. I mean, hallelujah. We bonded over just bloody posting it. The notion that none of us is a fully formed idea and that the process of learning about what is most right for you and your audience comes from doing not knowing. If you get it, you get it. Marketing is the act of a business discovering its calling. What I mean by that is, uh, for those of us who think we're all supposed to be completely fully formed before we do our marketing. (laughs) Helen, is that true for you? You know exactly how everything is supposed to work. and he- It's where the idea of Just Bloody Post-It comes from because <laughs> I, I, have been, I have been a victim of this myself. So oh my many goodness. people I work with want the full package with a ribbon on top before they start posting into the universe. But it's through sending out messages and, and seeing what comes back, seeing what information comes back from the people that are hearing them or reading them or seeing them or watching them. This is where you learn the answers. It's the only way. I think it's the only way, isn't it? That's why I love, I loved it when I saw this hashtag, just bloody posted. You know, it's like, yes, yes. Because if you think you're supposed to know everything about yourself and therefore your brand and therefore your message has to be completely fully formed for the rest of your life, what does that mean? That means, you know what it means? It means that you're no longer going to learn anything new about yourself. You're no longer going to grow and expand and surprise yourself. And that's really the fun of life, right? Like we learn more about ourselves and really what we really want as we interact with the world. Well, same thing with marketing gives us that opportunity to do that, which is what you talk about all the time. So in our exploration, it's like when in marketing, we get to explore hmm, what's meaningful for me today. Well, I think Instagram is particularly good for that, right? Like, what's meaningful for me to share today? I will often ask myself if I'm a bit stuck for content. And that same goes for a weekly email I send out or whatever. I will just sit there and think, what do I feel at the moment? Like, what's bugging me? What's playing on my mind? What What am I feeling right now? And quite often, those are the most resonant messages. That's a really simple and good question to ask. It's, um, and it's authentic. <laughs> it creates authentic content. And so this inner exploration of like, well, let me explore either what I'm, what's going on for me now, or let me explore what has been meaningful for me in, in the past, whether it's, you know, a peak experience I've had in the past that I want to talk about or, or, you know, or recently it could be long, long past or recent past. Or it could be something going on in society right now that, um, that's connected somehow to my work that I want to talk about, that I want to explore. I want to explore. Meaning, I have no idea. I, I mean, I might have some idea, but I, I'm not going to attach the fact that this is, this must do well, or this must be fully understood by everybody who reads this. No, no, I'm exploring. And so the way, the phrase I like to use is public journaling. Public journaling. 
is what what social media in particular allows us to do. Blogging. That's what, exactly what that was. <laughs> yeah. Inner exploration on one hand. And then on the other hand, it's outer service. So what I mean by that is, and Helen, you do this so well, you know, um, as I follow you on Instagram and on your podcast and stuff like, like marketing is also not only an opportunity for public journaling, it's also an opportunity to be of service, to be of uplift and benefit to anyone who comes across your message. You know, here's an interesting thing, Helen, is that the more um, successful your marketing is, this is weird for me to say this, but the more successful your marketing is, the lower your conversion rate will be. Uh, explain. Right. Okay. If you your message is seen in front of 10 people, okay, let's say you, you, you manually email 10 people, one at a time. Hey, do you want to sign up for my service? You want to buy my product? You might, and then probably those are 10 friends or colleagues, somebody, somebody you know. You, you might get like one of them buying or maybe two of them buying. Like your conversion rate is like 10 to 20%. Okay. All right. Great. Next thing you do, maybe you uh, do an Instagram story to say, Hey, I'm really excited to announce this product, this service and blah, 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 blah. And, and, and let's say you have, um, 30 of your fans, you know, Instagram story. You know, and anytime we do stories, it's usually like the biggest fans who consume our stories, right? The biggest fans. It's filtered out by them. So let's just say whatever. For, for somebody here who has like, um, you know, 300 Instagram followers, maybe 30 of your fans will consume your story about your product launch, your service, whatever. And out of those 30, maybe, I don't know. Uh, maybe maybe two of them, maybe one of them, one and a half of them will buy. I, I would say if that would be a good day. if it... Right. So maybe 5% conversion rate. You see what I mean? So like 5% conversion rate. Now, let's say you make a reel on Instagram and it goes viral about your thing. And now 3,000 people consume that reel or 30,000 people consume the reel. Who've never, many of them who who, who don't know about you. Do you still, do you still expect a 5%, 10% conversion rate? <laughs> no. Well, we, we might say, gosh, if, if 30 of them, if 30 of the 3,000 buy, that's a 1% conversion rate. We would be quite happy. And so, and, and if it's somehow something of yours, uh, one of your podcast episodes, one of your blog posts or whatever goes way out there and, and you know, 300,000, like I have some YouTube videos. Uh, I have, well, I have, I have like, my Zoom tutorial has been seen by more than 2 million people. A Zoom uh, tutorial? Than, was that yeah, at the Zoom beginning tutorial. of the pandemic? Did yeah, you, it, it just, yes. I, I, I lucked into this, Helen. I wasn't planning. It was actually made in 2017, but it didn't suddenly go viral until 2020. But, but what I mean is like when your marketing is successful, you make an impact on way more people than who eventually buy from you. Like your conversion rate is so low. Right, you don't expect a one percent, two million viewers. Do I expect one percent of those to become my clients? Of course not, right? Well, I expect way, way lower. However, my impact rate is way higher. So that's what I mean when I say outer service is that your marketing is making more of a difference in people's day than you realize. Than than who eventually work with you. So like we have to think about all those people who didn't even bother to click like, let alone buy something from us. And yet, as you probably know, Helen, I mean, you probably have heard from people 
who like, I think, you know, they'd probably even thank you for your podcast or your Instagram or whatever. And you're like, I didn't even know you followed me. You know, I didn't, right? Like, I didn't, like, they, they weren't a regular commenter, but maybe they messaged you or something. Uh, I would call them a lurker, somebody who's very switched on and connected with your content. Because I know because I used to be one, I would quite happily sit and consume content. It wouldn't actually have occurred to me to comment on somebody's Instagram post. So I do hear from those people and I... uh, and I really value them taking the, if that's the, their nature, for them to actually take the time to get in touch with you, wow, they really are connected with, you know, with what they've heard from you. So, you know, we shouldn't, it, so in fact, on that on that basis, likes and comments, and they could be from the same people every time, and they could be from people who are never going to buy from you, and somebody who's never liked one of your posts could be just waiting for the right time, have the right money in their bank account, be the one who refers you to a friend. Yeah, I was going to say there are at least two to three times the lurkers, at least sometimes five to ten times the lurkers, than the people who engage with our content, like in terms of like or, or, or comment or share. Just remember that. Like for every like you see, there's at least two or three others who were positive. In fact, let's always be talking to those people in our minds, I think. You now are almost something of an anti-marketer. That's maybe not quite the right expression, but where do you think it's all gone <laughs> wrong? I mean, we all see these posts from people promising X, Y, and Z, uh, you know, in terms of uh, income growth, audience growth. What's wrong with this industry that we right. are both in? To bring back earlier what we said, you know, this idea of fixed goals or attachment to results that's the core of what has gone wrong in our industry is that um, people, they, they think of marketing as a means to an end and as a necessary evil. Okay, so it's like, I do marketing so that I can then spend the precious time doing my real work. When, like I said before, marketing is helping you understand yourself, your audience, and helping you serve lots of people who may or may never buy from you. And if your marketing is successful, many more of them will find out about you. And then, of course, you're, you've got more and more clients and customers. But what's gone wrong in our industry is people who completely just see the marketing as a means to an end. And they say, hey, uh, I can get you this many followers. Hey, I can help you make this much money by by using you know cleverly designed sales funnels or by using certain psychological manipulation tactics um by uh you know pretending to be what you're not really <laughs> you know and and therefore and and they make it look so good and when we are not grounded in the heartfelt place of understanding that everything we do is really a stage for our personal growth and it's like when we're when we're ungrounded and we go, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I would like lots of followers. I would like lots of money so then I can do my real work. I can really have a fulfilling life. If I just solve this problem of money and solve this problem of marketing, I can have a fulfilling life. Then we we succumb. We fall. We easily get tempted by people saying, Well, look, I have this many followers. Look, I have this much money. Look, I can I made this people this much money. And so we succumb to that and we we get we get put into this funnel and this system that makes us buy this, buy that, and then they teach us to do the same thing to other people. 
Is it a tough sell for you when you're not making promises about how much money people can make and how many followers they're going to get? No, it's a great question. It's a great question, you know, and, and in fact, um, I'll have to say I'm, I'm grateful, grateful to be able to say this. I had a waiting list of clients for six years, six years, and it's only grown a little bit every single year. And I'm, I'm grateful to say that my client, my, my list is full. And yet I have not been promising results for about eight years <laughs> because I used to, I used to do the same thing because I, that's who I learned from these big boys. You know, usually they're, they're boys, uh, you know, promising these big things. Now plenty of um, girls are doing it too. Um, but, uh, I used to promise six figure launches, you know, million followers, whatever. But now what I do is I only promise one thing. I mean, essentially, I promise my care. <laughs> like when I am talking to a prospective client or just in my posts, I say, listen, this is what I know. I, I, I promise my content. You know, I, I share just like you do, Helen, you share so generously with your content and people can see it. I loved that chat. If you want to hear the longer version, go to the link in my show notes. Subscribe also so that you don't miss an episode of season five. We'll be back in the early autumn with new conversations with interesting people who are sharing their stories and promoting their work imperfectly on the internet. Thank you for every listen. Goodbye for now.